Greetings everyone, Andy Dukes here and welcome to a special international GS Trophy edition of Ride and Talk. Even though the trophy doesn't take place until 2022, this is the year when a lot of the action happens. I'm talking about national qualifying events worldwide for the main event, where all the team members will be selected to take on this once-in-a-lifetime challenge. We know that a lot of you are already practicing hard on improving your skills. We've seen plenty of posts and videos on social media. So well done all of you, and keep going, as it's a big prize to aim for. We also know that there are more than just a few nerves out there. But don't worry, we've gathered together a few GS Trophy faces for this podcast to help put your mind at rest, and to remind you what you need to know to help prepare for your own trophy experience. In a few minutes, we'll talk to former competitor and two-times marshal Faisal Sucre in Kuala Lumpur about why he loves Albania, the location for the 2022 event, then we'll head across to California and ask Team USA journalist Dimitri Tornas about the legacy of the trophy, before we travel up to beautiful Alberta and catch up with Canadian marshal and former competitor Brian Keeley, who has something very special to share with the GS family. But first, let's head to sunny Spain, where Tom Weimeyer from the International GS Trophy Sportive Agency EPA has been busy preparing the Marshall team that will ensure consistency across the globe for team selection in the upcoming national qualifiers. Hey Tom, welcome to Ride and Talk again. It was great to have you back on the podcast, but all the way from sunny Cadiz this time. Hey Andy, great to hear you. Happy uh, to be talking to you. Now, you've been meeting with all the marshals who are going to be visiting and judging all the national qualifiers around the world to ensure consistency of competition right across the globe. Have you got a good plan in place for these events, Tom, and a good team to carry out this plan? Yes, indeed. Most of our qualifier marshals came to visit us in Spain, in the Park Andalusia this week, and or at least the ones that were allowed to travel in this COVID situation. Yeah. Um, we set up and played the final stage through uh, one more time, and everyone got briefed how to take care of the scoring. We had a fantastic week. Um, we were very lucky to have such a great team. Most of the markets, or all of the markets, announced their dates, and we just have to see if it will be possible uh, to run the events as planned. Yeah, now absolutely. That's, that's fantastic news that everyone's together and making great preparations. Now, just remind us, Tom, how many qualifiers will there be in total and how many countries are involved for 2022? Uh, in total, we got 15 national qualifiers all over the world. There is one in Brazil, there's one in China, uh, one in France, one in Germany, one in India, one in Japan, then we will have a team Latin America that includes Argentina, Chile, Colombia, Guatemala, Paraguay, Panama, and Costa Rica. And then we have one qualifier in Mexico. We have a qualifier in the Netherlands uh, together with Great Britain. Uh, and uh, one in Russia, one in South Africa. Uh, then we have uh, Southeast Asia, including Thailand, Malaysia, the Philippines, Singapore, uh, Vietnam and Indonesia and uh, we have one in South Korea, one in the UK and one in the United States of America. Yeah, wow, truly international, that's fantastic. Many listening today, they will have already been practicing like crazy on their GS bikes for many months. So what advice can you give them, Tom, in terms of best preparation, the types of exercises they should be doing and what they might expect to encounter during the qualifier? So um, it's a tough one, <laughs> great challenge and uh, exciting to ride. Um, well, it's 
most of the time were always about the line of vision, clutch and control, slow speed maneuvers, being able to balance the GS, and of course, um, having fun on the bike. And of course, the more practice you do, the better you get. So what about official trophy trainings? Are there any of these available during 2021 as part of preparations? Well, there are many enduro parks uh, worldwide. Um, also, official BMW are enduro parks worldwide that offer off-road uh, trainings and also uh, GS Trophy trainings. But there is no official offer from BMW Motorrad uh, that is called an official trophy training. So it's mainly up to the different enduro parks uh, to create those trainings. Well, I'm sure there's certainly going to be a lot of demand for it, that's for sure. Now, there are some really positive changes to the 2022 international event, especially the team structures. So can you just bring us up to speed again, Tom, and and explain these to us briefly? Well, yes, uh, I think the biggest difference is for the first time, uh, we will have a separate ranking for female and male riders. Um, We will have 15 male teams and six female teams. Um, that will get selected in our national qualifiers, uh, taking place roughly from March until November 2021. Uh, additionally, there will be a Team China from 2020 that uh, got the wild card because they were not able to participate in New Zealand. Uh, all the female riders will qualify in one of the 15 regular qualifiers. Um, the final skill challenge at the end of the national qualifier event will be identically all over the world. That's the most important thing. So um, the six best national uh, two-woman teams out of the 15 will be invited to the, final ev- to the final event in Albania. That's fantastic, isn't it? So as well as the men's teams, there's a massive opportunity for female GS riders to fight for those extra places in the international finals more than ever before. Yes, of course. Uh, with the new structure, uh, twice as many women as in 2020, we'll get the chance uh, to participate in the International GS Trophy 2022. Yeah, brilliant. Now, finally, Tom, during our last Facebook Live together, you mentioned that it would be a more technical trophy in 2022. What exactly did you mean by this? Well, um, we will definitely include more special stages. Um, and the total distance will be a little bit less. Um, so, therefore, we can spend more time on smaller trails and more technical uh, sections. This is about as much as I can tell you. <laughs> uh, so all the best to all the GS Trophy qualifier participants. And I hope to see them and you sometime soon, Andy. Yeah, brilliant. Well, we're all looking forward to following everyone's GS Trophy qualifying journey over the coming months. So thanks for catching up with us today, Tom. And we wish you and your team all the best for the ongoing preparations. Bye for now. Yes, Andy. Uh, thank you very much. And I hope to see you soon. Thanks, Tom. It's great to hear about all the work going on behind the scenes. Now let's head to Kuala Lumpur and get the lowdown from Faisal. Greetings, brother, and welcome back to Ride and Talk. It's great to have you on the podcast again, Faisal. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm okay. It's it's fantastic to talk to you. But how are you doing, mate? You seem to be doing loads of riding from all your Facebook posts. I don't think the lockdown's been so bad in Malaysia because you've been able to get up into the hills and into the jungle on the bike and away from the people, I think. Yeah, at the moment, government is the COVID-19 lockdown, so I can travel in my state, Kuala Lumpur and Selangor, but I cannot travel to other states. So it's allowed me to go outside and start my activity 
riding motorcycle and then also to go bicycle or hiking it's good now yeah good for the mind good for the soul for sure now Faisal you've ridden in most of the countries in the world but one of your favorite places to go is the Balkans region and Albania in particular what's the reason for this uh my first time uh to Balkan in 2014 during my world tours uh during that time I did not spend so much uh time in in uh, Albania uh also Montenegro and Bosnia so after I, after I done with my world tours so I organized tours for uh GS Malaysia riders so we go again in 2015 to Albania to Bosnia and all Balkan country the special about this uh Albania or Bosnia the people there it's not just uh the right people they're so friendly and you can see people you know it's different than than, than uh western europe it's still nature does it feel like maybe you're not even in europe somehow I'm I'm agree with you. If you can see people still with horse riding a horse on the street, the 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 car difference. One thing about especially the, the trophy we do in Albania, Albania have everything from the mountain like Dolomites or some place you can see like Patagonia, and also the the sea, the coastal road so nice from Sarande to Tirana coastal road. And what about um I mean you've explored it solo but like you said you run tours over there what about your tour participants people who come from Malaysia or elsewhere what what's their reaction when they experience that country In Albania uh it's so special because in Europe you are not allowed to to ride off road uh anywhere right In Albania it's so special the the the, the off road the the terrain rocky mountain you go to test national park as i said is is so special to me now you're a certified off-road instructor so what advice can you give to those listening who are dreaming of a place in their national team uh about the trophy qualifier uh is you have to to train and learn to ride uh all this uh, slow discipline uh this uh balance clutch and throttle control and you have to learn and learn and then practice practice and practice yeah do you think it's uh, do you think you can do it on your own or or is it always better to do some recognized training courses if you ask me of course you have to uh, attend with a uh, instructor especially the one who have experience with the trophy it's like this If you play golf without a pro, you will swing like your style. You know what I mean? <laughs> If you take pro, you you maybe you, you can swing a little bit like Tiger Woods. <laughs> Understood, yeah. As well as being a marshal at the past two trophies, you're also a competitor for Team Southeast Asia in 2016 in Thailand. When you look back to that trophy, It was the start of a special journey with a special GS family, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh when I go to Thailand as a participant, I didn't expect what 
I'm now today, go again to Mongolia as a marshal, and then to New Zealand as a marshal. So I have three trophy for the last three trophies in a row. It's so special. This uh, this family. I love to be back in Albania if I can. We never know. You never know. You're right. It just gets bigger all the time, this family. And finally, Faisal, you've owned and ridden most GS bikes over the years, including the 800GS that you did your round-the-world trip on and the HB2 Enduro that I'm still trying to persuade you to sell to me. <laughs> Which bike would you like to see participants ride in Albania? Wow. Of course, the R250 HP. At, at the moment, is my favorite bike now. What's the reason for that then? Uh, because I have one now, the R250 HP. The bike, it, for me, the, the the handling, the the boxer engine cannot go wrong, you know. But for traveling, maybe my 800 easy to maintain, and to maintain the the cost is cheap when you want to go traveling. But for riding pleasure. The 1250 is the best now. I did not say the 850 is not the it's not good. It's also good. We proved that in New Zealand. But if BMW choose the 1250, I think it will be wow. Yep, it's going to be interesting watching that one develop. Absolutely. Well, that's brilliant. Thanks for talking to us, Faisal. It's always a pleasure having a chat with you. And I really hope to see you in Albania next year. Cheers, mate. Yes, maybe. Thank you. Cheers, Faisal. And now let's get the media view from photojournalist Dimitri Tsornas, who worked tirelessly throughout the last International GS Trophy in New Zealand to bring all the thrilling action to all the GS giants following back home. Welcome, Dimitri. It's great to have you on Ride and Talk. Hi, Andy. Thank you for having me. Now, you're an active member of the GS world, so tell us a little bit about yourself and the roles you fulfill, you know, the part you play in growing this wonderful community. Yeah, so... The motorcycle community in general, but uh, even more so the GS world, has really touched me in ways that I I couldn't have ever imagined. It's a very strong, very close community. People really care for each other. And um, I consider it my second family. Part of my engagement to the GS family is the group. It's an international group called the GS Giants. The GS Giants is a virtual community but with members all over the world. Um, of course, while we are mostly BMW riders, we welcome every rider, but most importantly, we welcome riders from any background, whether you are an experienced rider or you're just beginning. Uh, but all we want to do is we want to promote safe off-road riding. And you also set up an independent, dedicated GS Trophy Facebook page. So what inspired you to do this, and, and how is that progressing now? Uh, well, the GS Trophy page started about six years ago. Uh, I actually created the page. I realized that the name was available, and uh, I just wanted to have a way of getting all the GS Trophy enthusiasts together. Um, funny story about this is that the page never became active until about a year and a half ago. Uh, and ever since it grew up, um, and we have members from all over the world, uh, people who either want to compete or have competed, or they're just very excited to see what the GS Trophy is about. 
That's interesting. Now I know why I only got my invite about a year ago in that case. I was feeling left out for a <laughs> yeah. minute then. Now, of course, a year ago around this time, we'd just returned from the International GS Trophy 2020 in New Zealand, and the world was just starting to go crazy. So tell us a bit about the impact that event had on you, Dimitri. Uh, the GS Trophy in New Zealand uh, was a very difficult time for me. Uh, and not because I was there, but because I had to come back. Uh, I have never been in a place like this. I have never been more welcome from people all over the world that I have never met. And I, I really hope that I can stay there and do this for the rest of my life. Uh, unfortunately, BMW uh, didn't have that in mind. Uh, and after a phenomenal event, we you know, eventually had to go back. But uh, it was um, very difficult for me to understand that it's over. And uh, I feel for every other participant who has been there that they, they just cannot do something like that ever again. But this is what made me want to bring everybody together through social media. And um, I can see every participant from previous GS uh, Trophy events that they're there and they're active and they still want to communicate with their f friends and and family so yeah nobody wants the story to end that's for sure and i've recently watched the international gs trophy 2020 episodes on amazon prime i'm sure you've done the same so did that bring those memories flooding back to you when you saw those oh yeah absolutely i, I could actually I, I watched it uh, with my girlfriend and i i was just showing her look we went there and uh, that's where i did that and oh yeah i remember that day and this was very difficult and this was very fun uh it was it was such a great way of remembering these times. And I really hope that BMW will continue to do that for the future GS trophies. Yeah, I'm sure they will. And one of the greatest things I've noticed on your page recently is that riders, they're already preparing for the qualifiers and posting videos of their training drills. They're taking this very seriously, aren't they? They are, yes. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of riders that they have been out there practicing every day uh, for weeks now and even for months. And, and this is part of what the GS trophy is. Uh, it's it's about the journey and it's about the people that you meet along the journey and the skills that you advance as a rider when you're practicing for the event. Yeah. Now, you grew up in Greece, which is a neighboring country to Albania, of course. There's loads of excitement in the community about this choice of location for 2022. So what are your thoughts about an international GS trophy taking place on European soil and also in Albania? Well, I am very excited, and uh, although I know that I cannot go as a competitor, I am going to be looking closely and I'm following closely in this event uh, because um, where the event takes place is literally four hours driving time from where I grew up. Um, Albania is, is a beautiful country. I have never been there, but I have seen the pictures and knowing the geography and the geology of the area of um uh, that country, uh, I am really looking forward to see where BMW is going to take the competitors. And I am really looking forward to see all the beautiful scenery and roads that uh, all the riders will go through. So you work the last trophy as a journalist, so it's not possible for you to enter as a competitor. That must be a, a bitter pill to swallow in a way. It is, yes. It's a very hard pill to swallow, actually. Uh, but um, I, I'm not complaining. I got the chance to go there and and meet an extended family of mine. And I had a great time. I'm very grateful for BMW for giving me the opportunity. But as you said, the uh, downside is that once you go 
at the GS Trophy as a journalist, you can never compete again, which is something that I totally understand and I respect. And it was a difficult decision, but I figured that, uh, first of all, my skills were not um, good enough to go there as a rider. And second of all, I kind of felt like that this role assigned to me was better fitted to my skills. Um, I have been working as a journalist in the past, photojournalist, and um, I knew that I, I will be able to promote the event in the way that I felt right, which it seems like people liked it. Yeah, you did a fantastic job. You spread the word far and wide, that's for sure. So finally, Dimitri, what's your advice for those who are interested, who are dying to enter their national qualifiers in 2021? What advice would you give them? Well, my advice is a little bit controversial, but having competed in six qualifiers so far, it's very simple. When you go to the qualifier, go into a mindset that you're not going to make it. Because when, when you go there and you're so focused on trying so hard and, and having to be the best rider ever, that's when you lose all the fun. And that's when you make mistakes. Yeah, that's very good advice. I wasn't expecting that, that's for sure. Dimitri, it's been great catching up with you. I really hope our paths cross on or off-road soon again, my friend. I as well hope that, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Dimitri. And now let's go over to the legendary Brian Chuck Keeley, who has something special waiting for us in Canada. Hey, Brian. It's fantastic morning in Canada, I'm sure. Great to have you on Ride and Talk, my friend. Yeah, great to, to see you again, Andy. It's awesome. I'm uh, so happy that, uh, you know, we're getting together to do something like this. Yeah, even though there's thousands of kilometers between us, the power of uh, yeah modern technology. Listen, Brian, I'll come straight to the point. You've been dealing with some serious health issues since we were last all together at the GS Trophy in New Zealand in uh, early 2020. Now, has the support of the GS family helped you through this tough time? Yeah, it really has, Andy. I was diagnosed with uh, stage four lung cancer and, uh, you know, it was quite devastating at the beginning. Uh, and the GS Trophy family, all the marshals uh, that I got to know over the years, they all came together and really, really supported me. Uh, we had uh, Skype meetings and, uh, you know, it, it was, the support that they, that they showed me was really, really uh, unbelievable. So, so at the beginning of my diagnosis, I... I was a little bit concerned about, uh, you know, what the future held for me, but it turns out now with uh, with some of the new drug uh, that drugs that they have on the market, uh, it's been uh, working really, really well. And uh, I am able to get out and do some of the things I love and I am able to ride my GS again, which which is going to be great. Uh, right now, it's still cold here in Canada, so there's uh, snow on the ground. But uh, here in a few weeks, I'm going to be getting out on my bike and making up for what I missed last summer. That's absolutely fantastic news. I'm so pleased to hear that. You've lived and breathed the trophy since rocking up as a competitor at the 2010 International Finals in South Africa and subsequently taking on marshalling duties in 2014 in Canada, 2016 in Thailand, 2018 in Mongolia and of course 2020 in New Zealand. What has the trophy world meant to you personally during that time? Well, I've met so many people, uh, you know, in BMW, in, in the corporation, and also just BMW enthusiasts that uh, love to travel and uh, get together and ride GS motorcycles. And now I know people from all over the world. And uh, 
it's been really, really an amazing adventure and an amazing experience. It changed my life. It really did. I always enjoy your Facebook posts, Brian, that's for sure, especially the ones where you're driving somewhere and you burst into song and treat us to some Keeley-style classics. And it got me thinking, there's got to be a GS Trophy song out there somewhere. So, as you know, I asked you the question a few weeks ago, and to my welcome surprise, you've written one especially for us. <laughs> yeah. So, can we hear it now, live on Ride and Talk, mate? It'd be a fantastic way to finish the podcast. Well, I can give it a go here. Uh, you know, I... Uh... <laughs> I'm not a singer by uh, by trade or anything, but uh, I'll give it a go. Let's have some fun with it. Take it away, Brian. Somewhere in this great big world, two years apart, the GS Trophy will arrive. Can't wait to start. It all began on South African soil, a gathering of two-wheel friends. Met a lot of good people there. We're sorry to see it end. A 5 a.m. Pack up your tent. Time to rock and roll. Don't know where the night went. Oh man, I'm feeling old. <laughs> Those days of teamwork and challenges. They changed my life. Made me feel like I was part of something. Away from struggle and strife. Ten years on, the adventure continues. Let's make life a ride. I am now part of a family full of passion and pride. Hey, come on, let's get together. Let's make life a ride. Hey, come on, let's get together. Let's get out and ride. Make life a ride. That's just awesome, Brian. I love it. A truly original song about the trophy. Absolutely brilliant. Thanks for entertaining us today, mate. And listen, all the very best for your continued recovery. And we'll hopefully see you soon, just as soon as we're all able to travel safely again. Cheers, mate. Cheers to you, Andy. Thanks a lot and have a good one. Cheers again, Brian. That's a truly special song, man. And I'd love to hear it sung live in Albania. Maybe around the campfire at the end of a cracking day of riding with the Worldwide GS family. Thanks also to all of today's guests. There's clearly a lot of affection for the trophy from all those who have been involved in past editions and so much excitement for what lies ahead in the months to come. Rest assured that we'll be bringing you all of the drama and action as it unfolds. Take care out there, but keep practicing those drills now. Albania awaits after all. Bye for now.